Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Professionally Fit with Lisa A. Smith. As you all know, I'm the founder of Fit Camp 360, Inc. So we're back with another wonderful episode with a wonderful professionally fit woman that I met recently through the Renaissance Links chapter, Michigan chapter. Her name is Dana C. Harvey, and she's joining us on the show today to give us some insight about how she stays professionally fit. Dana is the secretary for the Michigan chapter of the Renaissance Links, and we actually met because they had this awesome spring challenge, Getting Fit by 50, where I um, had the honor of teaching some of their fitness classes and also doing a nutrition portion. And I met Dana. I thought she was phenomenal. I was really impressed with her dedication to health and wellness. So, of course, I had to have her on the show and introduce her to you guys so you can hear some of her story. And, of course, we're going to get insight on how she stays professionally fit. Dana, welcome to the show. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> I'm so glad to be able to share you know, my story. Um, I, I can't say that I am the epitome, yeah. but um, I think... I understand the importance, yes. and I try to um, take advantage of all the resources and opportunities to, ha to live a healthy life. So yes. I'm glad to talk to you about it. Yes, thank you, thank <laughs> you, thank you so much for being here. Um, so before, what I like to always do is start off with giving you the platform to talk a little bit about what your day-to-day -day looks like, what your life looks like, because we have busy women on the show, and that's our thing, right? We want to highlight the fact that everyone's busy, everyone's doing everything, everyone's wearing a ton of hats but still making their health and wellness a priority. So give us a little glimpse into what your life looks like. Well, I am the mother of two very active teenagers. Okay. Uh, my son is uh, 16 and my daughter is um, almost 14, going into the ninth grade. So okay. when I say busy and active, I mean athletically, physically, all of the above. Um, okay. My son plays basketball for the high school and traveling league. So literally every season we are working out with him practice and basketball mm. and my daughter is the same she used to be a gymnast and now uh she also plays basketball and track so nice. um, between the two of them mm -hmm. uh, they kind of inspire me to make mm -hmm. sure that i am physically fit yes. so watching what they do and encouraging them to live a healthy life is, is part of what i do so that being a mother takes up a lot of time, but yeah. I also have a full-time job. Okay. I work for Congresswoman Brenda Lawrence running mm -hmm. her district office. Um, and that is, it's not a nine to five. Right. You know, it is whatever um, congressional services that the Congresswoman needs to talk about, whatever legislation is going on. So wherever the Congresswoman needs to be, that's where I need to be. Right. And I have to um, schedule my life around all those people. Yeah. And that's tough. Right. I can only imagine. Mm -hmm. I can only imagine. It's one thing to have kind of a set work schedule. Right. But when you're, for lack of a better word, on call, on call. you never know when you're going to be called to duty. Yes. And so with two active teenagers mm -hmm. and that full-time job, I can only imagine how busy you are. I'm very busy. And <laughs> I'm very busy. Okay. And so, but you have still been able to make your health and wellness a priority. Absolutely. So let's talk really briefly about how you incorporate your workouts and clean eating into your mm -hmm. day to day. Okay. So here's a funny story. Can I share this with you? Absolutely. A couple years ago, I used to work for the Detroit Free Press and the Detroit News. Okay. And part of my job was to be the race director for the Free Press Marathon. Oh. Right? Uh-huh. So I'm the race director for the Free Press Marathon. Can I tell you how many marathons I had run at that time? <laughs> Please. Zero. <laughs> Zero. So how does someone who's never ran a marathon Ex get appointed to be the race exactly. director? Exactly. <laughs> it's you. It's, it's assumed part of your position. But what it made me realize was I am creating an event and an experience for people who are committed to 
being physically active. Yes. I needed to be that same thing too. Wow. I actually did not start running until I, I, I took that job. Wow. I did. I did not I did not I did not think I could run. I mean I'd walk and I'd start running, but I couldn't coordinate my breathing with my steps and I just I felt like I couldn't do it. Wow. But because I was creating a race for people that do, I had to. Yeah. That's when I start running. Good for you. Stepping up to the plate. That's really interesting that your career actually pushed you and motivated you and being around that environment. And being around that environment. Wow. I saw what people who are motivated to reach a goal can do. Mm. So the day-to-day is one thing, but if you're preparing for a race, you have to schedule out and build upon your workouts um, and that was encouraging to me. Yeah. That's where it began. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. I really like that that concept kind of, kind of coming from a back end. Like, it's almost almost kind of like an integrity thing. Like, how it could was. I be here helping yes. people yep. prepare for one of the, you know, one of the maybe probably most important events of their fitness career, right. you know, and I'm not able to perform. Exactly. It kind of makes you take a look at the men in the exactly. mirror. Exactly. Mind you... I was attempting, you know, sporadically to do it on my own. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yep. I've joined gym. I've been a part of gyms throughout yep. the years. I've walked. You know, I've attempted to eat right. Um, but that was that was one motivation that really got me focused. So, so I, I think it was surrounding yourself yes. with that type of environment will take you up to another level. A hundred percent. And that's really that's really interesting. And I'm sure a lot of, all of us have been there, like what you just said, the sporadic you know, attempts. Attempts. To. That's right. Attempts. It's yeah. an attempt. It is. It's an attempt. It is. But what we've all come to learn is that consistency is everything and mm-hmm. everything that you do. Right. Because consistency could go both ways. You yes. can either be consistent with good habits sure. or be consistent with bad habits. That's true. And so that's so, that's, that's kind of cool mm-hmm. that, you know, you were like, okay, let yes. me nail this down exactly. because if they can do it, I, I can, can do too. It. Good for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So did you ever run any marathons, 10Ks, 5Ks? So last year, for the first time, I did a half marathon. Wow. Yep. 13 miles. 13.1. Oh, let me give you your point one. That's right. 13.1. <laughs> I sure did. Wow. I sure did. And it did, was a commitment to myself. I love it. And mm-hmm. I love that you kept it, yep. too. Yep. Um, how, how, did you, how did you manage to honor that commitment? Because I know one of the things, when I'm talking to my clients, one of the pieces of advice I give them is... Um, to um, kind of put your goals to yourself on display and mm-hmm. announce them to others, mm-hmm. which kind of forces you sometimes to be accountable because yes. if we keep it to ourselves, yep. it's easy to give ourselves permission to fail or quit. Yes. So how did you stay on task with being able to prepare for that, you know, have marathon and complete it and go through it? I think it's that accountability that you just kind of talked about. Um, interestingly enough, I just became aware that there is a running community. I mean, you know, I'm 45, yeah. but around 40, 41, I just began to see a lot of other black women running. Mm-hmm. And before then, I had not seen it. Yep. And so it, 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 it encouraged me and it inspired me. And so I found very close friends that were runners. Yeah. And they held me accountable. Yes. Advice, tips, run with me, walk with me, you know, injuries, you know, recommendations. I asked them to... Make sure that I would finish this yes. and honor my commitment. Yeah. So I got accountability partners. I, I could not it. have done it without them. I love it. And you know what's another interesting lesson in this is that 
you know, what they say is when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And Mm. it's not Mm. that black runners weren't around before you were ready. Right. You just weren't ready. And so you weren't tuned in. I was not tuned in. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, that's what I just learned as I go along is that when I'm ready for something, because right now myself, I'm thinking about starting to train for a fitness competition. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden... Clients are telling me about coaches and affiliates that they have that train for competitions and yes. how to eat for it. But that, um, before I would have said, it's not even out there. It's not available. Right. But until in my mind I made the decision to do it, like you made the decision to do the half yes. marathon, then absolutely everything was right there for you. Like, absolutely. oh, this running club. And we seek it out first, and then the universe just attracts us to it. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? I'm getting chills, girl. I'm getting chills. <laughs> that is so true. And I wish more people would understand that, too. Like, mm-hmm. once you mentally commit to something or make up your mind to do something or try something, the resources are going right. to come right to you. So, until you described it that way, I hadn't realized that's what happened. Yeah. That is what happened. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Because I'm sure you met people who have been running for years, who were... They've been around the whole time. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And that's something. Good stuff. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> and so, and then importance of your circle. Yes, I've been talking about that with the last couple of interviews, and I just would love to hear. Do you have like maybe three to five or seven people that you keep close to you that you surround yourself with? And if so, what role do they play in your life? Yes, um, I do. My sister and probably three or four of my girlfriends. Okay. So um, a couple of them are the runners. Yes. Um, but my sister and I have actually um, joined in, into this journey together. You know, our building up of what we do. So. Yeah. Uh, she might find a, a workout program on Groupon, uh-huh. and we'll go check it out. So, you know, we've attempted boxing, yes. kickboxing, yeah. and found all these different clubs. Yep. And we finally settled on one uh, young lady who, and she and her her husband have a um, uh, workout facility. Uh-huh. They, together, they do it. He trains athletes, uh-huh. and she does um, workout classes, kickboxing, okay. Zumba. Um, and so over the past couple of years, uh, Dar and I have been going together mm-hmm. or individually. So when one of us is going and the other one isn't, we see that. Uh-huh. We see where we're falling short. So being able to model ourselves off of, after people who are committed to doing it, I think we both give one another the inspiration to keep going. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so this is a perfect plug for what you just said and what I want people to understand because... So many people claim, I call it an excuse, but claim that they don't work out or exercise because it's boring, it's not fun, they hate it, whatever the reason may be, right? They just can't get into it. They're constantly watching the clock during it, Mm -hmm. you know, then they're sore after. It's a horrible experience, right? Right. Right. And so what you just said I thought was brilliant, and you actually even mentioned in your intro about taking advantage of opportunities that are around you. But diversify, 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 mm-hmm. just like you would your financial portfolio. Right, right. Um, people think that sometimes the only option is just to go to the gym, get on a treadmill, you know, lift a couple weights, and it's you know, it's horrible to yes, them, right? Yes. But you say you and your sister, you're going Groupon. You mm-hmm. you've tried boxing, you tried kickboxing, and you know, I know you've tried aerobics, strength training. So you're you found what works for you. Yes. Running, 
things that you can look forward to yes. and build upon. And I think more people need to take that into consideration. Like there's so many ways to work out, you yes. know, Zumba, bar classes, yoga, Pilates. There's not one size fits all. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important, like you said, that we just found something that we're into, we enjoy, and that we can actually look forward to. So diversifying your workouts yes. can really make it mm-hmm. like enjoyable. Enjoyable. And that's really awesome because everybody won't be runners, right? right? That's true. You know, right. when me personally I love sprinting you know that's my thing but everybody you got to find what works for you so I thought that was really good that you mentioned that to like take advantage of opportunities around you and try new stuff yes I'll be honest the accountability and making sure that I did it at one point I had three other women and we hired a trainer to come to my house Mm. so literally you know there was I, I eliminated the barrier of the excuse yes that i can't make it yes no kirsten come to my house at seven o'clock in the morning it forced me to get up yep go downstairs in my basement and work out every saturday morning absolutely absolutely and 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 that's and you know you were so committed to it mm-hmm. just taking that first step right is a big deal yeah okay yes. i love it yes. Okay, so let's shift really quickly off the physical and talk about how you can incorporate, how you incorporate your mental and spiritual fitness and mm-hmm. health into your physical health and how does it keep you grounded? Um, in the mornings, my commitment is to myself. Okay. So during the summers, I like to run a couple miles a couple days a week. Yes. So if the I don't have to get the kids to school at seven o'clock in the morning. So yeah. granted, you know, summers in Michigan are only a couple months. Right. And I wish that this is something that I could figure out how to do year round. Okay. But because it's so quiet and the weather is so nice to get outside before I work. Yeah. And so I'm either walking, running, but during that time, it's it's meditational for me. Mm-hmm. So it is, you know, my commitment to myself to remind myself to reward myself. Yeah. You know, even for the small steps. Yep. So in the mornings are my time to to focus on me. You know, the birds are chirping. You know, the weather is perfect. So I'm either walking, running, or talking to myself. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just work for me. Yep. It's it's just work for me. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, it people do not even understand sometimes how therapeutic exercise can be. Mm-hmm. Right. Because the phone is off. Because yes. you can't even get to it. You're just trying to breathe through your set. <laughs> You're trying to breathe. <laughs> or through this next mile. <laughs> right, right. And um, and so you only can be with yourself. Yes. And um, meditation can come in the form of so many different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean sitting down on a mat and folding your arms and being completely silent. Right. Folding your legs, you know. Right. So I love that. And um, so... What you said I thought was brilliant was you're talking to yourself. I'm talking to myself. You're talking to yourself. I would love to know what that looks like because one of the things I've gotten big on as of late um, and that I try and preach to clients is the importance of the story you tell yourself about yourself. Mm -hmm. And that determines Mm -hmm. typically, you Mm -hmm. know, what you take on in life or how you respond to what comes your way. So kind of what does talking to yourself look like? What are you saying in those moments? Well, I will admit there have been a lot of times where the story that I was telling myself was not positive. Mm-hmm. I will I will admit that, and I still falter. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm not, I don't have it yet, but I have taught myself to talk to myself when there is a moment. For example, if I'm running mm-hmm. and I haven't hit a mile yet, and I I'm thinking about slowing down, slowing down, Dana, don't you dare. Yeah. Don't you dare. Yeah. Keep going. 
keep going. Yeah. I mean, literally, I'm I'm acting as if I'm my own personal coach. That's right. Don't stop. That's right. Keep going. Yeah. Because although you may feel good in the moment that you have um, stopped running, when you get to the end of your workout and realize that you didn't put in as much as you should have, that's what's not going to feel good. Yeah. Or when you realize that you needed to do the two miles two times a day or twice a week um, and you've only done one, the results that you see will not be what you want to do. Right. They're going to reflect your effort. They're going to reflect your effort. Absolutely. So I talk to myself as if, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a coach with a whip. Yeah. Like, come on, Dana, you can do this. Don't stop. Yeah. Oh, and and I I respond to myself. (laughs) Okay. Let me keep going. Um, it's hard. It's hard to, to tell yourself that it is, you know, mm-hmm. and it's hard to listen. It's mm-hmm. hard to listen. Yep. to. Um, so sometimes the music that I listen to helps me as well. Okay. Only gospel music. Okay. My first 5k was my own playlist with, uh, James fortune and Mary Mary. And literally you can see me pumping my arms and as I'm running, I didn't care how I look, no. but that, Kept me going, Love kept it. me going, kept me going. So those are the things that I've used to, to help me. Um, and I just try to pour into myself. Yeah. Pouring into myself. I can read everything, but what sticks the most is what I tell myself. Yes. And so I'm so conditioning true. my coach, my internal coach to coach me. Oh, I love it. Condi- I've never said that I, out loud. I got to, look at you getting <laughs> enlightened on this something. <laughs> I love that though. Conditioning my internal coach. Mm -hmm. Because we all have to eventually be our own coach. Because no matter how we start, right? Because we want to start any way we can. So sometimes you start with the organization like the links Mm -hmm. and start in a group Mm -hmm. setting. Sometimes you start with a sister or a friend and you have that one partner and that's your gym partner, your walking partner. Um, Sometimes you start alone. Sometimes you start from health health reasons and you're forced to start. Sometimes you start in a physical therapy setting after a bad accident. However you start is how you start. But what will inevitably happen is that you're going to get to a place where you have to do this on your own, mm-hmm. right? Because sometimes you start with a personal trainer, right? Yes. And sometimes we become reliant on others, and yes. that becomes our crutch. But my job is to coach you to eventually be independent, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want you as my client forever, okay. right? Yeah. So what you said was so perfect. You have to train your internal coach. Mm-hmm. You have to condition your internal to coach and learn how to be your own motivation. Yes. Because one day that group class is going to end. One day that friend is not going to be able to make it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one day your trainer is going to cancel your session. And you need to be able to still show up and show out. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so training that inner voice. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, talking to yourself is no longer a crazy thing now. It's we not. can say it. <laughs> it's not. It's not. We it's can not. own it now. That's we can right. all finally admit we not only ask, but answer the questions to ourselves. So I think um, that was a brilliant piece of advice, mm-hmm. you know, for people to mm-hmm. take into consideration. Because I'm the same way. You know, I'm child. My Lisa, you said you were going to kill 100 push-ups <laughs> right, today. Right. At least just get down and do it. You know exactly, what I mean? Like, exactly. I have elephants on my eyelids. They're so heavy and I'm tired. But I'm like, you got you to gotta push yourself. You have to Because push at the end of the day, it's just you and yourself. Right. And, and, you know... Sometimes we don't tell people our goals because we're afraid to let them down. But letting yourself down can be just it's as hard. It's just as hard. Yeah. It's just as hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, man. That's mm-hmm. so interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's uh, switch gears really quickly. I always like to do a nutrition piece. Okay. Just to kind of hear 
Um, what does an eating regimen like to you? What is your eating lifestyle? Are you plant-based? Are you a meat eater, dairy eater? And then how do you keep it clean and in line with your goals? So um, I have been evolving. And, you know, there's, you know, I, I wish there was some place that people could go that would just tell them the truth. Mm. You know, when you read every, every year, there's a new diet and yeah. there's a new study. Yep. And if you don't stay on top of it, I think it can be confusing to people who, um, who, who may not be as, who don't read as much about it. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. so even though I, I thought that I, I ate healthy, but then the more you read, you, there are more options and things for you to consider. Yeah. So, you know, there are a lot of programs. For example, my link chapter for a while, we did a, you know, no sugar sister program where oh. we eliminated, you know, sugar in our diets for, yeah. I think it was 30, maybe 60 days. Okay. So when you attempt those things, mm -hmm. when you say, okay, I'm hearing that sugar is not good. And you um, begin to read upon it, you become educated. Mm -hmm. um, and so then... Hearing, as always, how much water you should drink. Yeah. And trying to stay on top of that. Yes. That's tough. Yep. It's so tough. Yes. But if you're sitting with your hairstylist and they can tell that your scalp is dry, they can look and see the, the deficit that you're not drinking your water. So, you know, when you're going to get your hair done and she's saying, I can tell you're not drinking your water, uh -huh. it, sh it shows yes. that it has a manifestation other than just yep. your, your the physical intake at that time. Absolutely. Um, and so I, I try to cook healthy for the kids and with the little ones, well, the big ones now that are very active in sports, mm -hmm. I try to make sure that they are focused on what it is that they eat as well. Okay. So... Um, my son doesn't drink water. Oh. He hates drinking water. Mm. So I have to get creative with it. Okay. You know, I'll buy flavored water mm -hmm. um, to make sure that he's getting his intake. Mm -hmm. He doesn't eat green vegetables. He doesn't like vegetables. So we, I'm putting them in smoothies. Right. And now I can see him reaching into the, to the freezer to, not put, to put kale or spinach in his own smoothie. Right. That's right. a huge step that's, for me. That's a big deal. That's right? a big deal. Yeah. But my daughter is very conscious. So what I'm learning is that what I have done mm -hmm. is help them take on healthy eating habits. Yes. And they are beginning to model what it is that I do. Yes. And there's still more to learn. For example, what you shared with us in the class um, a couple weeks ago, it just helps me remember, mm -hmm. um, you know, the produce yeah. and the things that are fresh, just, you know, from the earth. That's right. Are the things that we should focus on. Absolutely. So I have to remind myself that those options should be what I focus on first. Yes. Um, it's gradual. Yeah. I'm not 100%. I know, man. <laughs> I'm telling I'm you. I'm not 100%, but no? I'm very conscious. Good. Milk. Remember? Yes. That dairy, that Dana. Dairy. You know how I, I feel know. about it. I know. And so... I, you know, what do I do? What did yeah. Lisa say that I should do? And so yeah. talk to the kids about it so yeah. they can help me remember right. what we should focus on. Absolutely. And I love what you said about how what you put in your body manifests in other ways, mm -hmm. not just via your waistline. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. you're absolutely right about staying hydrated. You see that come through in your skin. Yes. You see it, like you said, in your hair. Mm -hmm. People don't understand. Like you're, you can literally look, you know, old and oh, aged. Yes. By not properly hydrating your body. Um, and then I was actually talking to a friend just yesterday evening. And he said, you know what I've noticed is that I only go to Dairy Queen a couple times a year. He said, but I went recently and instantly. He said it didn't even take a, a while. But after less than an hour after I ate it, I started swelling up. 
from the dairy. Really? And I said, well, you know, it's the number one cause of, well, behind sugar is the number one cause of inflammation. And he's like, yeah, I learned that now. Wow. You know, he's like, but instantly my body reacted to it, you know? And I'm like, listen, people, yes. you know? So, but then you're also right about every week there's a new diet. Every week there's something new coming out saying, don't do this. Now do this. Remember when we said, don't, don't do, do this? this. Never mind. Okay. Go back and do it. You know? And it so you're confusing. right. It's so confusing. Right. It's so confusing. And so what I always try and focus on when I'm talking to clients is just, like you said, just eat live. Fresh, clean, whole foods, mm -hmm. and let that be your base. Let that you be know, your base. Um, stop trying to turn it into a diet because just the word diet too um, implies a definitive beginning and end date, right? Sure. And we're making lifestyle changes, sure. so we have to program our mindset and that the words that we use to describe what we're doing are just as important as what we're doing. And so it's not a diet. Let's just eliminate, you know, some fried mm -hmm. foods this week. Next mm -hmm. week, let's eliminate, you know, things that are frozen. Then mm -hmm. we'll get rid of the box foods and then let's slowly switch out the juice for water just one thing at a time one thing at a time but you know trying to say i'm gonna totally give up all of this today is so overwhelming and then right. we're just gonna want it more right you know right, right, um right. so it is it's so important to like you said number one surround yourself with maybe people who are already doing it and just take bits and pieces um, and then just stay cognizant a little bit at a time and don't beat yourself up about yeah, it, you know? Because yeah, we're yeah. all, you know, I'm going to have a donut again. That's my thing, man. Is it? Donuts donut? are my thing. <laughs> and so I'm not about to go the rest of my life without having a donut. Right. You know what I mean? We got to be realistic with it. But nutrition, that's the key. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yep. And so good. I'm so happy that you, you know, said about incorporating your kids too. Mm -hmm. Because it's a learned behavior. It is. When my mm -hmm. son says, Mom, I got a headache, you know what I tell him? Drink some water. Yeah. For <laughs> my real. My stomach hurt. Drink, Drink some water. water. <laughs> <laughs> right. Absolutely. It's a big deal, man. It's a learned behavior. Yes. So thank you for that. Mm -hmm. So we're going to end with um, two final questions. So okay. the first would be, you know, how do you work towards impacting the world? We're not concerned with how you make your money, but more about the legacy you try to impart on the people that behind you. So what, what, I, what I enjoy doing has always been um, empowering or providing positive experiences for women and or girls. Okay. You know, just recently I went through, I went back through, I, I keep all my journals. So I've, I, I've just started to go back through all the books and the, and the notebooks and the journals that I've had over the course of, you know, 10 years. And they're always a program or an idea or an event Ooh. for women and girls. Wow. And all the organizations that I belong to. Mm -hmm. You know, I was on the board of uh, Girl Scouts or uh, the marketing committee for Big Brothers, Big Sisters, or the organizations that I participate in. The yes. programs are always about women and girls. And I have um, just myself created events mm -hmm. because I love to see us commune and connect mm -hmm. and support and mm -hmm. uplift. Yes. Um, and so I'm, I'm thinking of some new ways to do that. Yeah. And and it's just it's just what I love to do. Love you know, it. I love to be able to support us in being better, happier, healthier, um, whole um, for ourselves and for others. Good for you. So. Yes. That's my mantra. I love it. <laughs> That's my I love mantra. it. I love mm -hmm. it. Being totally tuned in and yeah. 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 What mm -hmm. you're passionate about and yep. then follow through. And then follow through. Yeah. And then follow through. Love it. Okay. All right. So our final question, we if you can just leave our listeners with three tips on how they can either jumpstart or reignite their health and wellness journey. You know, just a, a few pieces of advice that you would give. Um, number one, I would say 
find one or two people who are committed as well. Okay. Either, you know, your friends or family mm -hmm. that are doing it or someone who wants to. Mm -hmm. Because the journey together um, can be just as important as somebody pulling you along. Yeah. Um, Leslie, my co-chair for the health and, and, and uh, wellness facet for, for our Renaissance Links chapter, we jumped into this just we just jumped into it holding hands yeah you know and to yes. be able to create this fit by 50 program um because it's something we're both passionate about mm -hmm. so we push each other yes. in that regard yeah so i would say um find somebody to journey with and and call them ask them to be your accountability partner mm -hmm. um and i would also say um set a goal for yourself and 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 to not beat yourself up yeah. you know if you miss a day just wake up the next day and say, today is the next day I try again. Yeah. Just, but just remember to commit yourself to trying again. Yeah. Just, just don't give up. Yeah. And, and, and taking the small steps um, along on your own personal journey is your own commitment. So the second thing I would, I would just say is to, to remain committed to yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and, the, and the third thing I would say is have fun. Have fun with it because if, if it's if it doesn't eventually end up being fun, you won't remain committed. That's right. So find the things that you enjoy. The yep. thing about running and, and running in 5Ks is how much fun it feels crossing the line with a whole lot of other people. Yeah. When I was a race director, I would always say every runner has a story. And it's amazing to hear everybody's story. Yeah. So when you surround yourself with people who are doing the same thing, and committed, but they all come from different places. Yeah, um, it brings you a sense of purpose and joy, and you can find that in a workout class. Yeah, you know, you can find that uh, walking around a track at a high school. Yeah, um, you can find that in a group of people who have you know committed to uh, a trainer. Mm -hmm. um, it's that joy in in getting to what you enjoy doing. Yes, and um, that'll keep you going. Yeah, I love it. Great yeah. pieces of advice, Dana. Mm -hmm. Those were beautiful. Thank yes. you so much Thank for today. You. Thank you for being a professionally fit black woman who was out here doing it and being an example yeah. that it's possible. 45, two teenage kids, full-time job that you're on call mm -hmm. for, parts of organizations, giving back to your community, but you're still making health and wellness a priority. So I want to honor you and thank you for that. Yeah. And I appreciate you for setting the example for those who are coming behind you right. and those who are looking to get to where you are. Yep. And can I thank you for what you've done for us? Yes, I mean, I think you. your your energy and your spirit, spirit that you share with the class, um, it just kind of took it to another level. Thank you. You know, if, if they were there. They, they came, so they were committed. But the commitment to have them continue to come every other Saturday and the way that you pushed us mm -hmm. um, but informed us, I think yes. combined that really helped the ladies say, this is something that I can do. So I want to thank you for thank living you. what it is that you do and, 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 and making sure that all of us get a little bit of what you have to offer. Thank you. So thank appreciate you for that. You. All right. <laughs> Sisterhood. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Well, guys, um, this has been another episode of Professionally Fit. Dana, if anybody is interested in reaching out to the Renaissance Links, how would they do that? Getting, evo getting involved? Um, you can find us on Facebook. Okay. Renaissance Michigan um, Chapter of the Links Incorporated. And our email address, I believe, is info at renaissancelinks at gmail. 
Okay. Something like that. I'll have the right email in the show notes, guys. So if anybody's interested in getting fit by 50 or getting um, in with this wonderful female organization who gives back to their community, a wonderful branch of individuals who I've had the pleasure of not only knowing but befriending, um, I'll have all that information in the show notes. And if you are, as always, interested in jumpstarting your health and wellness journey, you can reach us at www.fitcamp360.com. And we will see you back here next Monday with another episode. Until then, be well.